Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. of religious men who were intellectual giants but spiritual dwarfs. What we see here, we we see a group of people who were extremely intelligent, probably, highly educated concerning the things of God, supposed to be God's representatives to humanity, but they had no personal acquaintance with God whatsoever. It's very possible and common for people to know about God while not really knowing Him. Many people who grew up in the church fall into this camp. As Pastor Robert will point out in today's message, this position is very dangerous. You may assume you're good with God while missing out on relationship with Him. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 6 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Verse 9 says, there arose some from what is called the synagogue of the freedmen. There's dispute about the synagogue of the freedmen. The King James translation, if I remember right, calls it the synagogue of the libertines. The general consensus is that this was a synagogue made up primarily of people who were formerly slaves. Don't know for sure. We do know where they were from. This was in Jerusalem, but it was made up of Cyrenians, Alexandrians, those from Cilicia, and Asia, meaning Asia Minor, that region, you know, that's referred to in Scripture as Asia Minor, not China, Japan, India, but a little closer to to the Middle East there. And disputing with Stephen... And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Now, to me, this is super encouraging because there was one guy, we'll be introduced to him next week. He was part of this group, and we know that because of what we see going on into to, to chapter 7. But he was from Cilicia. Specifically, he was from Tarsus, Saul of Tarsus, who would become later Paul The apostle, a man used by God to give us most of the New Testament scriptures and eventually to carry the gospel all the way to Rome. He was standing right in the middle of this group disputing Stephen's message. Now, that's just so radical to me. He he was, when you think about it, when you read what he wrote, when you consider how God used him, he was a brilliant man. He was extremely intelligent. But he was, like the rest, unable to resist the wisdom with which Stephen spoke in the power 
of the Holy Spirit. Because you see, Saul of Tarsus, as yet unregenerate, in other words, he, he, he was still spiritually dead. He didn't have the Holy Spirit living inside him because he had not yet given himself to Christ, and therefore he'd not yet been born from above, as Jesus worded it. And so even, even though he was brilliant, even though he was probably one of the most highly educated men in Jerusalem at the time, he was unable to, to deal with this uneducated Stephen, the guy who carried the food to the widows. Even in the time of Christ and his apostles, there were a multitude of religious men who were intellectual giants but spiritual dwarves. What we see here, we, we see a group of people who were extremely intelligent, probably, highly educated concerning the things of God, supposed to be God's representatives to humanity, but they had no personal acquaintance with God whatsoever. You'll hear me say it quite often at the end of a, of a message because I was one of those people. I, I knew a lot about God because I went to church every week as a kid growing up. I was always in Sunday school. I mean, we studied the Bible. We had lessons from the Bible. I knew a lot about Jesus, but I didn't know Jesus. And in, in my head, I equated knowing about Jesus with being a Christian. Philosophically, I was a Christian. Culturally, I was a Christian. But I lived for me. All those years, I, I, I did what I wanted to do. I did what I thought was best, and it, it was pursuing my ambitions. I was pursuing my goals, my dreams. I, I never once really, I never once asked him what he wanted for my life. Why did you make me? Do you have a plan for my future? Didn't even consider that possibility. These men were like that. They had no acquaintance with God. They didn't know God. They, but they were the ones entrusted with explaining to people the plan of God, the Scriptures. And, you know, it, it, it occurred to me, I was thinking about this, it's, that, that's like a man who has never even tasted a key lime pie trying to tell you all about one. Right? Think about key lime pie experts, you know, some baker, she's made a thousand of them, but she's never tasted one. And, and you're like, well, what, what's it? What, 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 tell me about, I mean, what is a key lime pie? What's so special about a key lime pie? Oh, they're beautiful. And you have to have, I mean, it's gotta, it's gotta be the real stuff, you know, I mean, it's gotta be true limes from the keys. You, you, they, they can only from they, they can only come from the Florida Keys, but but if you get those little key limes, and and, and you need the heavy whipping cream, you know you gotta you gotta you gotta do it just right, and, and so she might be able to tell you in, with great detail and precision everything about the ingredients that go into it, and 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 to describe one right. I mean it's about nine inches across and probably about an inch and a half, two inches thick. And if it's real, if it's the real thing, I mean, if it's truly a key lime pie, it won't be that green color. That's fake. No, it'll, it'll be like a dull yellow 
color, kind of, kind of, kind of like newborn baby poop. I mean, that's what it'll look like. But if she's never actually tasted a key lime pie, she can't really, she can't really help you out, right? Imagine trying to describe a mango to somebody. I had never even heard of mangoes. I grew up in farm country in Georgia. I had no idea what I was missing. And then the lady that I rented a room from, you know, in the mid-80s, she had this plant called a Monstera Deliciosa. Anybody ever tasted Monstera Deliciosa? You don't know what you're missing. I'm telling you, you don't. You have no idea. People think I'm crazy like I'm making it up. It's like one of those elephant ear plants, and it bears this one fruit. It's in the shape of a banana or maybe a plantain, a little bigger than an average banana. But it looks, it looks like that, right? It just kind of grows out, looks like it's a flower that's going to burst open, but it's not a flower. It's a fruit. But instead of having a skin like a banana, it has the scales like a pineapple. And as it begins to ripen, the, those scales, those whatever you call them, the shell, I don't know, it begins to open up and they begin to fall off. And you see the inside, the fruit itself looks like a banana. Oh, but the taste, the taste is, it's, it's like a mixture of a really sweet, you know, the little apple bananas? You know what I'm talking about? Really, really sweet little bananas. It's like that combined with raspberries and pineapple. Oh, unbelievable. But you can't, you can't eat a whole one. I mean, for one thing, God in his wisdom, it only ripens a little bit at a time because it's a wonderful laxative. It's delicious and just a tiny bit toxic. You know what I'm saying? That's, you got that for free. Listen, somebody that's never tasted a key lime pie trying to describe it. That, 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 listen, it's like the Bible scholars that we have today who have never met Jesus. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. That's 305 531 2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio 